Well, Paul, thank you so much uh, for joining me this afternoon. It's great to see your smiling face on uh, on the camera. Paul is a good friend of mine. He's the pastor of Higher, Ch uh, Higher Place Church just down the road, us in Greenwich. Um, you were actually the heart of New Community for a little while, weren't you? You came along yes. prior to planting. Well, they're like for four months, I think. Yeah, uh, for a little while. Yeah. I think you came to visit for one week and then stayed. And yes. I couldn't yes. convince you to stay forever. <laughs> Actually, God had got um, other plans for you. You were already going to plant and um, you have now planted that church. Um, yes. Thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. How are you doing? How's Debbie? How's the family? How's life in lockdown? How's the church? Hey, James, thank you so much for, for having me. Uh, life in lockdown has been challenging, but like, like for everybody, um, it's been difficult with the kids. Um, but thankfully, we found a rhythm, we found a schedule uh, that works for everybody now. Um, so Debbie's fine as well. The two of us having to work work from home and of course parenting and of course pastoring the church and other, doing other things that we're involved in uh it's been an exciting season it's been a season to get to know each other better as a family create memories um and of course with all the various things happening out there we've just been being able to navigate that and, and help people in this season also is also there but um it's been it's been a great season for reflection and as we navigate all those challenges so here we are good good how are you doing yeah, all right. I mean, not enjoying homeschooling, truthfully, but <laughs> everything else is going all right, and the church seems to be going all right. How, how, how's Higher Place going at the moment? Yes, like everybody else, we're online, moving, meeting online. It's been, it's been good. We've been, we've been able to find um, a, a method that works for us. So, of course, we've been doing all the services online, and uh, we've, we've tried to engage people with our communities, life groups, we call them. Um, so that's, that's worked very well, for, very well for us and also being able to meet needs uh, abroad and in different communities affected. So I think it's been a very good one for us as a church, just being able to still stay together. And of course, it's not the same uh, when, we, when we don't meet physically, uh, but uh, we've been able to navigate through the online experience and call people, you know, um, meet in small groups. So we've been able to keep the community spirit going. So that's, that's good. Great. Paul, well, look, um, thanks for joining me. It's good, it's good to catch up with you, but I, I just wanted to really, we've known each other for a number of years, um, good friends, feel like I can be honest with you, feel like you're honest yeah. with me. We've yeah. uh, learned some stuff from each other over the last few years. Um, we both have a heart, similar heart for the gospel and a heart for building um, diverse, beautiful, multi-everything communities and churches. Yes. Um, and obviously we come at that from a slightly different perspective. Um, mm. and slightly different background, but I, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit. Y you've yeah. seen all the stuff that I've seen on our news and in social yeah. media and the whole stuff, everything with George Floyd and, and, and not just that, that's the nice, that's one incident we know, but lots and yeah. lots of that, not just in the States either, but also uh, around the world, sadly. And mm -hmm. I, I just, we, I wanted to have a conversation with you about it. And first question I guess really is when you see things like that, how do you respond uh, as a black man yourself, um, as a pastor? How, how, do you, how do you feel, how do you respond when you see that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the, the, first, the first thing that comes to mind beyond being a pastor, beyond being a black man, is being a human being. How do I respond when I see somebody's uh, leg on the neck of a human being and um, the person shouting, um, mommy, help me, I can't breathe, and all these kind of things. And and to still have like maybe three or four people around uh, doing, uh, watching on and not being able to respond. And just, just seeing that as a, as a human being for me is, is shocking. It's, uh, 
it's barbaric and it shouldn't be happening in this day and age. Uh, so that, that's the first side of, of it. And then secondly, as a black man, um, just in case you don't know, I'm a black person for people watching. And uh, as a black man, to see that, um, I think I, I see myself in, in that kind of context. I see myself as a young man, um, see myself um, because of the color of my skin, of course, um, in that kind of position. So that makes me feel something more beyond the level of a human being, beyond, in that level where I'm seeing myself, uh, this, can, this, this, could have been, this could have been me, could have been anybody uh, of my color. So that's, that's the second level. And of course, the, the third thing that comes to mind is that this person is being killed and executed, because that's what happened, by the same set of people that should be protect, protecting them, protecting him. Because the law enforcement agencies are out there to protect the people, to pro protect community. Um, but but this is the same set of people that are there to protect that man that decided to kill him and uh, finish his destiny and his life. So uh, on these on this levels, uh, I think, uh, and then I begin to think, oh, this is happening in the US. Why should this, people may be saying, why should this be my business? Why should this uh, concern me? Because it's not, it's, not, it's not happening in the UK. We both live in the UK. Yeah. And of course, uh, our churches are in the UK. So why should we be concerned about that? I think it was Martin Luther King that once said that, uh, injustice anywhere is is injustice everywhere and uh, when we stay silent on things like this um, before we know it it begins to come to our backyard and we begin to see even subtle subtle traces and uh, strange reactions from different parts of the world um, in this kind of thing and of course of course we know that these issues are real even even here in the uk there are, there are pockets of stories and various things out there but i think i commend you for bringing up these conversations because this is something that needs to be talked about and not just glossed over and not just uh, posted about. We've got to talk about it. And um, I think it's, so it's, it's good that you're, you're talking about this as a church. Yeah, I mean, it can be hard to know what to say, can't it? Um, sometimes yeah. in these situations. And I think um, uh, we've talked about this before. The appropriate response initially is one of grieving, isn't it? There's a family yeah. that are grieving yeah. and then there are a wider community that is grieving. And then there are people... Uh, you've just articulated it yourself how you're feeling uh, yeah. and recognizing particularly if you look like me mm. uh, needing to understand and that we we start with a place of grieving and lamenting um rather yeah. than just talking and running our mouths off um and saying stuff um but i, I i've kind of I, I, as you know i've been on a journey over a number of years now on mm. this thing and becoming increasingly aware that actually um, racism doesn't just exist out there like somebody else is racist that guy's racist so he's done that and this guy's racist, whatever but actually exists in here there's a sort of yeah. there is a, a there's a part of me that is more inclined to want to just stick to people who like me because it's easier and yet yeah, actually yeah. that's not yeah safer and but that's not what we're called to we yeah. see again and again throughout scripture god's about um, bringing people from every tribe and every tongue together. Yeah. Multicultural, beautiful tapestry of great mm -hmm. diversity and great yeah. unity in difference, actually. And that's the journey we've tried to go on a little bit as a church over the last few years. But then you have moments like this where there's a sort of um, a, an awakening, I guess, once again, to the reality that a mm -hmm. huge section of society faces on a daily mm -hmm. basis. Yeah. Um, whether it's just casual racism or whether it's there's well, you know the facts and the stats as much as i do the inequality even in the yeah. uk 
yeah. even through COVID-19, there's mm. actually been a huge inequality, not just in terms of um, deaths and everything, but in terms of the economic yeah. um, consequences and all the rest of it. And, and I think if you look like me, you're perhaps not as aware of that um, unless you stop, listen and learn for a while. But increasingly, our, everyone is becoming aware of this kind of stuff. So uh, my question really is for you is, is what can, how should we respond as Christians and, and what, what can we do in these situations? Yeah, I, I think, I think uh, you, you rightly, uh, as you rightly said, it's very, very easy for us to just think, okay, um, I'm a follower of Christ. I love God. I love people. I'm not interested in things like this. And I think that's, uh, that's one of my concerns really with this situation uh, that people from different pockets, not just blacks, uh, not just whites, sorry, uh, even, even blacks could say, okay, this is not about me. This is not happening in my backyard. I don't need to be bothered about this. But really, when we begin to think through the scriptures and think uh, through our identity as followers of Christ, then we begin to see that um, injustice is something that is really uh, called out in the scripture. It's something that God really speaks against. And like you see the picture of um, Revelation, this is our identity. This is where we are going to, this is our, this is our futures as followers of Christ. And of course, uh, Isaiah was saying that, uh, that, that we, should, we should speak out against uh, injustice, speak out against oppression. And sometimes people are more passionate about all different types of injustices, like uh, maybe slave, slavery, for instance, uh, sex trafficking. But this is not just one of the issues. This is an issue. And I think it's, it's good and it's beautiful to call out issue by issue by issue by issue and address them individually, not just as, as injustice as a whole. Uh, so this, this, is, this one specifically is addressed in the Bible. And of course, the book of Romans says, says that God is no God, is not, is not a God of partiality. God is against impartiality, speaks to us as individuals. He speaks to us as direct people um, with, with people that he died for. And God did not die for, for black people or white people. He died for people. And of course, every, everybody matters. Every individual matters. So in terms of how we respond to this, I think uh, as spiritual people, as the church, uh, we have a massive role to play in this area. And sometimes when we approach things as the church, uh, we tend to overemphasize the spiritual side, for instance, prayer, for instance, um, which, is, which is where we start from. Our first response is prayer. Prayer is never our last response. Prayer is our first response. We start on our knees. We, just like we plant churches on our knees, we resolve situations in the, in the spiritual realm because this is a spiritual, this is a spiritual issue. Uh, at, 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 the, at, the, at the root, at the foundation. This is a gospel issue. So we start on our knees. And that is very critical. That is very uh, important. And I know that New Community Church is a praying church. Um, and that's, 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 where, that's where we start from. But having, having, having said that, we've got to move to the practical areas as well. We are not politicians. And, and of course, God may be calling you to be a politician. That is, I'm, I'm in support of that. I believe that God can call us as a church to go into, into the marketplace, into the political space as people of influence, you know, under kingdom culture and make a change in that area. But uh, beyond that, we've got to begin to have conversations. Mm. I think, I mean, I, I, I've, asked, I've had pockets of experiences of racist remarks and I'm really you not know, kind of moved by all these kind of things because I, I like to, to associate with people who are different from me. I like to talk to people who are not like me. In fact, in, in my school days, uh, many, many contexts where I find myself, I'm usually very different in the, in, amongst the crowd, amongst the group. And I like it like that because I want to see things from people's point of view. I want to yeah. learn from people. And of course, that's one of the gifts we've enjoyed as friends over the yeah. years. And, and even, even when we, 
we faced some trying situations, some trying times. You've been there for me. You've um, supported us through difficult times. And many people, many people may not know, but we struggled to have children. And, um, and all through those period of waiting, of struggling with infertility, um, you, were, you were there praying for us. And of course, I remember when we, when, when we heard the news that Debbie, my wife, was pregnant, you were, you were one of the first people I called um, to share that, that good news with. So um, I'm, not, I'm not bothered by that, but there's, there is that bigger picture for us as followers of Christ to, to begin to shine the light, to begin to make a difference in the society and, and begin to talk about these kind of things and begin to paint pictures of what heaven looks like, paint pictures of what God cares about. Uh, and begin to shine the light and other people should, be, should begin to learn from us. So in terms of how we respond, secondly, I would say, let's begin to have the conversations. Now we're having this conversation in church. This is brilliant. And I know that several churches are responding these days to issues like this. This is good. We should be talking about uh, things like this, learning from other people, opening up our spaces to yeah. learn from different points of view. So we do that in the church building, but we also do that in our homes. Yeah. Uh, change begins from the family. Um, people... Who, who kill people today, they, they didn't just start uh, that same day. They, they were raised in the family. They were raised by parents. And uh, we, can all, we cannot overemphasize the importance of speaking to families, uh, speaking to our children about, about issues of race and just calling it out, asking them questions. Have you, have you even sat down to ask your child about what he feels about this news that he's heard maybe from social media, even when you think they don't know anything? So we should, we should be talking to our children about it. We should be, we should be opening them up to diversity, we should be opening them to, up to different cultures. And I think that change, that change should begin from the home. And of course, uh, we, we, could be, we should be doing other things like even empathizing with people. Yeah. Uh, we should be seeing things from different people's point of view. And but not stopping at that and also beginning to do inclusion. You know, uh, empathy says, I see you and I, I, I recognize what is happening. But inclusion says, come and sit down. You have a seat at the table. Come sit down and talk, talk to me. I want to be your friend. I want to see things from your point of view. And I think the mistake many people make is that we think that we've got to be like, we've got to be like the other person to be able to accept them. No, you've got, to, you've got to listen to somebody doesn't mean that you should be like them. Um, you listen to somebody because they, you, you respect them and you know that unity is not uniformity. And that in itself is, is an asset. That in itself is, is beautiful. That in itself is a picture of heaven. That in itself is a picture of who God has called us to be. So we should be praying. We should be having the conversations with our family, with the church. We should, we should be listening to people, including people at the table, at the table of our homes, having friends, making intentional, building intentional relationships, uh, and also just empathizing with uh, the people going through all these things. Because to be honest with you, when you've never experienced injustice at that level, yeah. you can never understand what it means. Yes. You see a picture, you see a post, and you see it and you just, oh, that's very bad. And then you walk on and move on with your life. But the people that are affected, they, they, they know and they, they really know what it means. So uh, just, just, just listening, sometimes just keeping quiet, I think. Um, even, even when you don't know what to say, just listening, just sitting down and listening to people. And um, just that, that, that's, that in itself is a gift. And that is something we should be modeling. Because Jesus, Jesus was a perfect, it was a beautiful listener. You know, it would, it would, it would call out all the details in conversations when people were came to, uh, to, to with, with, that, with, that, with that woman with, uh, caught in the act of adultery, uh, mm -hmm. he, he was seeing things from a point of view. Not that he was just justifying what she did, but he was seeing things from a point of view, maybe a background and all those kind of things. And he was saying, I do not condemn you. 
go and see no more. So um, I think those are, those are some of the things we should be, we should be doing at this time. Um, right. And of course, if God is calling you to be a politician or uh, go into the marketplace in a way yeah. where you can affect and speak to these issues directly, why not? Well, I, I could listen to you all day. In fact, you asked me a question once um, about a similar kind of thing. What kind of uh, actions could we taking as a church? And my response was, well, if you look like me, you should shut up, listen and learn <laughs> would be the best thing. And I, I can sit and I feel like I've learned an awful lot from you uh, over the years. We've known each other and could listen to you a lot on that. But just as we kind of bring this to a close, um, I kind of is it, what would you say to us as new community church? We're a growing church in terms mm. of um, our multiculturalism, our multi-ethnicity, our diversity. Um, I think we've come on a big journey and recognizing that actually, yeah. as you've already kind of hinted at diversity is it being that kind of church that we see in scripture is more than just having different colored faces in the room. And actually there's a difference in diversity and inclusion. And that's where we are on this journey and have perhaps um, we well not perhaps we have got a long way to go still to actually genuinely be the church that we feel God has called us to be by God's grace we're not where we were and um, kind of I, I talk in terms of to some of our uh, dear some of my dear friends who have been in the church about as long as I have who um, are black and say to them if I'd said to you 15 years ago when mm. I first met you that we would be where we are now what would you say and they just laugh and say i'd never believe you and i'm like my response then is imagine where we're going to be in another 15 years and that's the journey we're on and i don't want to take 15 years it's not like well we'll deal with it at some point we need to deal with it and be keep growing and keep learning now but what would you say to us as we close just as a way of encouraging us as yeah. a new community in this area i think new community you're you're on a beautiful journey and um, you've been able to see this picture of what God cares about of diversity. And to be honest with you, I think you're reaping some of the, some of the little seeds and dividends of, of this. And I, I know some of you, I know, of course, I, I was a part of the church and I know some of the stories there. But I just want to encourage us to keep going. Um, you've made a lot of progress and God is not really interested in perfection. It's progress and progress today will be different from pro our progress will look tomorrow. So keep going with this journey. Keep being open. Uh, keep being receptive. Keep, keep listening to uh, people of every nation that, that you're privileged to have in your church. And I know, I know people out there who, who make little steps and it looks as if it's not ripping effort in this area. But I think there's some, there some dividends out there and you've taken some steps to, to journey on in this journey. So stay, stay consistent on that journey. Keep being open. Um, and, and, and I think that entails even uh, just listening to people and just being, being open enough. And sometimes when you make mistakes, apologize because diversity is uh i mean multi multiculturalism and this issue of race is not it's not, it's not a simple thing if it's, if it's a simple thing people will be talking about it uh, everywhere and people will be doing it everywhere but this is a big deal but this is who god has called us to be and on this journey you make mistakes you learn from it uh you you're bro we are brothers and sisters in christ so let's um, continue to have the conversation let's continue to listen let's continue to pray we are a praying church and let's continue to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. And let's continue to support our leaders as they, as they try to lead us on this path. Because this is the path. This is the way that we should be leading, we should be leading and, and living in. Um, and of course, God cares for every details of our lives. Just as the church, I know that we talk about uh, issues like uh, slave trade. Like uh, I think you're involved in some work with uh, the International Justice yes. Mission. Yep. This is also an issue that God cares about. And we should be striving to to move in this direction and make a difference in this direction and being, and being the light for other people to come and see. 
Amen. Amen. Well, and we, the, the thing we know is that uh, the, the blood of Jesus guarantees that we will get there. So will you, because yes. we are part of the church. Yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. brothers and sisters in Christ. We yeah. go to different local expressions, churches, but we are the church and we'll yeah. spend glory together in perfect, perfect unity and great yeah. diversity. Revelation 21, the kings of this earth will bring their glories into the new heavens and new earth. Can't wait for that. It's yeah. going to be so exciting. Yeah. And exciting journey that we're on anyway. Paul, thank yeah. you so much. Oh, thank um, you so much for having me. No, sending you so much love and uh, thank care. you for your support and friendship and prayer and cheering us on. We are doing the same to you. Thank and you so much. See you soon. God bless yeah. you. God bless you. Love you. Bye now.